It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. You're listening to Jeff Kaplan's Afternoon News on KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Good evening, 6:30 at KSL. Jeff Kaplan here, 36 degrees in Salt Lake City. KSL's top story: Utah's legislature has approved new abortion restrictions. The bill, if signed by the governor, means no health clinics in Utah can perform abortions uh, starting next year. KSL News Radio's Lindsay Ertz has been following developments. Those seeking abortions now have to go to hospitals, but hospitals are allowed due to a separate Utah law to refuse service based on their beliefs or the beliefs of a board. Um, Democrats wanted those changes. They also wanted changes to definitions around what constitutes when the life of the mother is at risk and changing the age of consent for girls who become victims of rape or incest. None of those amendments stuck. None of those changes stuck. So uh, now we have these new uh, abortion restrictions approved by the state legislature. Again, still need the signature of the governor. House sponsor Carrie Ann Lisenby just joined me a few moments ago and said the bill will allow for some exceptions. So there is, there will be clinics. We've we've opened it up so that a doctor's office can provide uh, for these individuals who are victims. So it's really, there's been a lot of talk about it being restrictive. It really isn't restrictive. We are simply saying by this law that we will no longer license abortion clinics because we no longer allow abortions in Utah after the injunction is lifted on our trigger law, um, except for in the cases of our exceptions under Utah law. So we're not we're not licensing abortion clinics, but we are licensing clinics to perform abortions for the rare exceptions that but do happen. House sponsor Carrie Ann Lisenby, the measure has to go back to the House for some brief reconciliation, then on to the governor's desk. There's been no indication that he's going to sign it or not. We expect to hear from Democratic State Senator Dr. Jen Plum with her reaction to the measure's approval in the Senate. Stay with us. All Utah State buildings are now going to offer free period products. Governor Cox says he feels fortunate to live in a state that is leading the way. You've heard about how this is spreading to the private sector, and we hope that by showing as a state our willingness to do this in state buildings as well, that that that, uh, momentum will continue. Last year, the legislature passed a bill to offer free period products in schools for all K-12 students. Utah's legislatures approved a bill amending what can be taught in public schools when it comes to race and religion. This new bill states that curriculum has to be consistent with, quote, inalienable rights, equal opportunity, and individual merit. During some tense moments, Democrats opposed the measure and tried to add protections for transgender students. Considering the nature of this amendment and that you will not still vote for my bill, I say that that amendment should be opposed. Thank you. The discussion of the motion to amend. Senator Plum. I will vote for your bill if you'll protect my child. That is Dr. Jen Plum. Democrats argue this bill blurs what is allowed and not allowed to be taught. 
The governor's signature is the final hurdle for full-day kindergarten statewide. A bill passed in the legislature has been sent to his desk. The Granite School District says they're looking forward to the change. Our team coverage continues. Granite School District has a large population of at-risk students and are very excited by the prospect of all-day kindergarten. You're giving those kids, especially at-risk kids, more opportunities for learning. Uh, learning uh, some basic skills necessary for success. According to Ben Horsley, a spokesperson for Granite School District, there's plenty of room for extra numbers of kids. Granite School District is a district that's actually closed six schools in the last few years. We have plenty of capacity in terms of building space, uh, and so we don't expect any any major issues with transitions. Even though the bill has passed in the House and the Senate, it still needs to be signed by Governor Cox. Hugh Garricard, Bell Case, on News Radio. A South Carolina jury has found Alex Murdoch guilty of murder. Maria Chaleos is live at the KSL National News Desk. To have the jury deliberated for less than three hours before finding Murdoch guilty of the murders of his wife and son, New York-based trial attorney Bernarda Villalona tells ABC News Murdoch's decision to testify probably cost him. Quite simply, the defendant testifying, Alex Murdoch, he came off so incredible, not credible or believable, and I think that's what helped and the quickness of this verdict. Murdoch now faces life in prison without the possibility of parole. The Secretary of State meets with his Russian counterpart for the first time since the Ukraine war. In the brief meeting at the G20 summit, Secretary Blinken calling for an end to Russia's war with Ukraine. He also told Russia's foreign minister that nuclear arms reduction is possible even now. I told the foreign minister that no matter what else is happening in the world or in our relationship, the United States will always be ready to engage and act on strategic arms control just as the United States and the Soviet Union did, even at the height of the Cold War. He says he also pressed for the release of American Paul Whelan. Whelan has been in Russian custody for nearly four years. The Biden administration says it's deeply concerned about reports in Iran of schoolgirls being poisoned. White House spokesman John Kirby is calling for the Iranian government's investigation to be transparent. Little girls going to school should only have to worry about learning. They shouldn't have to worry about their own physical safety. Iran's health minister says hundreds of girls in different schools have suffered mild poisoning attacks in recent months. Live from the KSL National News Desk, I'm Maria Shaleos, KSL News Radio. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow the letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.